We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. And on this podcast, we do a pretty good job, mostly usually, of talking about things related to either pop culture... Or not-so-pop culture. And this week... We kind of straddle the fence. Yeah. This is super popular for people I see on Facebook. Yes, but I don't know that... The general population yeah. is aware of it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, let's call this one right down the middle. Yeah. Um, but before we get into our topic, I think we have a bunch of NCCs. We sure do. Okay, so let's hit them. I was not talking about Honky Tonk Woman. I was talking about Honky Tonk Badonkadonk by Trace Adkins. And now the word Badonkadonk has been said on our show. <laughs> so yes, it has. If you've been playing Unabashedly Obsessed Bingo on the big card... <laughs> The big card, look in that lower left-hand space for Badonkadonk. Yep. Um, there are 407 Zero Escape series fan fictions on Archive of Our Own as of when I made this note. Nice. I have not read any of them oh, yet. What yet. are you doing to me here? Okay. Hey, but that uh, Goodreads list busy- is going is going down. <laughs> yeah, well, but I can't count a fan. It's going down faster than Junpei on five. Did I do it right? No. Dang it. Not even a little bit. Um, I want to say Arcana, but that's not her name. Akane. Oh, I was so close. Chad said something to me earlier today that relates back to our fan theories episode. Hi, Chad. This is, hi, Chad. This isn't a no-context correction per se, because it's not really a correction, but he mentioned that he read somewhere that all blonde Disney characters are magical. Discuss. Cinderella's not magical. She had magic done to her. Okay. That's Which, not magic. Is that what he's talking about? They have Well, I don't know. So this is something he read. I argued that Cinderella and Aurora both had magic done to them. Yeah. Which, if you're going to count that as they are magical, air yeah. quotes, that's fine. But Ariel also had magic done to her and she is not blonde. So I posit that this theory is invalid. And Ariel had many blonde sisters, like at least two or three. Well, but we don't. We have no evidence. There's no evidence that they were not magical. Um, in the third Little Mermaid movie, it's a prequel, and we see a lot of the sisters, and nothing magical happens to them. Just because you don't see something happen doesn't mean it doesn't it exist. It categorically means it doesn't exist. Out of sight, out of existence. That's what they say. So what you're saying is if a mermaid... Oh my god, Aaron, no! <laughs> Close my eyes. <laughs> what you're saying is if a mermaid falls in the ocean, uh-huh. she doesn't make a sound. Right. And also just floats and then swims away. Right, because she's a very graceful fish woman. (laughs) Right. Right. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. I just thought that that was an interesting... Let me me take that apart for a sec. Let's see. I'm trying to... Let's see. All all I'm thinking of is animals. I'm like, oh, but in Lady and the Tramp, nope, 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 nope. I was trying to think of blonde Disney characters. Elsa is magical. Yeah. Hans isn't. And also is not I mean, Kristoff, Kristoff, Kristoff. Kristoff, you're right. Kristoff is not magical. Um, the, uh, Purdy's owner in 101 Dalmatians isn't magical. Anita is not magical. You are correct. Yep. You're awesome. <laughs> we have that, we have the 101 Dalmatians book and my children went through a phase about two months ago where we had to read that for every single book reading occasion. Yeah. So I know... All of the characters' names. Yeah. Um, I was just only... pleased I came up with Purdy. Well, yeah, no, me too. Do you know what it's short for? Perdita. Yes. Really? Uh-huh. Nice. Which, of course, is Spanish for Little Purdy, which is her rapper name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At any rate, yeah. the only magical blonde Disney characters I could think of were Elsa Rapunzel, uh-huh. technically magical. Sure. I mean, she does not perform I mean, magic, but her hair does. In, in that, her she is magical until she's a brunette. I mean, I can see right. that. And, and that, I think, was the argument yeah. that Chad had read. And then Tinkerbell. Sure. Who is not, 
she's only magical sometimes. She's magical in Peter Pan. I mean, she's a pixie. Yeah. So she... But that's more of a... Creature? Paranormal, I guess not paranormal, supernatural, something. Yeah, I wouldn't... She's just like a, a, a different like creature. in the Pixie Hollow movies, yeah. she does not have any magic. She's basically a mechanic. <laughs> right. In... She's kind of badass. Peter Pan. It's been so long since I've actually seen Peter Pan. Does she have a magic wand, or is it just in like the Disney opening no, credits? I mean, she, she doesn't. Has a wand. She doesn't shit pixie dust, but like it kind of falls off of her. It's like you know how dust is is basically just skin cells. Uh-huh. It's like that, only it's magical, right? So pixie dust is like so. I guess is it, magical. It, it yeah. But like it does allow people to fly. But does she have the? Does she have a magic wand in no, Peter Pan? I no, didn't think so. No, no. Um, so Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella both have magic done to them. Uh huh. Spells were cast upon them, right? Which, in a way, kind of so was Rapunzel. I mean, but they had magic done to them that did not give them any particular abilities. Cinderella whereas can... Rapunzel. Has the ability to heal people with her hair. Although both Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella can successfully communicate with animals. I mean, like, they both... Like, Cinderella, Cinderella more, so, more than, so than Sleeping Beauty, but, but like... Snow White also can, can't she? Well, mm-hmm. no, she's on par with, um... The blonde, the blonde one doesn't help us at all. She's on par with Sleeping Beauty. Okay. In well, terms of communicating with animals. I, well, I think that the legend of Snow White... Is that she's so beautiful and pure that the animals just want to be at yeah. her. So, yeah. I mean, Cinderella definitely can communicate with animals. Well, well. yes. She's like having conversations in English with right. animals who are speaking English back to her. Mousel tongue. <laughs> right. The last thing I have is a conversation that you and I started having that we kind of put on pause. Yes. To continue to to save it for the podcast, if yes, you will. Yes. We were talking about um, with relation to Catherine in our Newsies episode. Yes, performance versus acting choices. Okay, and so editing the slideshow episode made me realize that I don't like a lot of female love interests in movies in general. Because we were talking about um, Groundhog Day and oh, how yeah, I yeah. hated Andy McDowell's mm-hmm, character, mm-hmm. and Kevin comments to me frequently that I. I guess, like, we'll watch movies, and I'm like, yeah, everything was really good except for that chick I hated. Hmm. And I guess I don't like female love interests a lot. And I think what it is, is that when the guy is the main character, the girl is often not very well fleshed Mm -hmm. out. Agreed. And Newsies and Groundhog Day are both examples of that. I do wonder why they skimp on the character development of the love interest so often when they don't do that when it's flip-flopped and the love interest is male. Is it because women are writing the female protagonist movies? Yes. And they're like, we're going to properly develop this male character into the, you know, prince that we all want. Yeah. And guys are just like, she needs to be hot and have big boobs. She's hot hot and available and eventually interested. Yes. Okay. That has nothing to do with performance versus character choice. That was a secondary bullet that I had made underneath that and um apple notes now if you try to do like a dash and start a note Mm -hmm. you can do a dash and start the note without a space after the dash but if you put a space after the dash it indents it no like this oh and so it looked like that note was part of the other note which it wasn't it was not performance versus character choice yes acting choice speaking uh specifically of catherine specifically of catherine i think that there is a difference between giving a good performance yes. and making good character and acting choices. They do not have to be mutually exclusive. They right. can be. Right. I think that it is possible to make choices that I for an actor to make choices I don't agree with, but to commit to them and do them well, and that is delivering a good performance right. of a character I did not care for. So like all right, so Let's break this down. So ideal ideal performance is you, so you you make choices like a limp or an accent or a, a, a facial tick or a certain delivery of a line. Right. And you pull it off and it adds to the character and adds to the story and adds to everything and enriches our lives and cures cancer. 
Correct. Um, yeah. Um, so performance. So choices are things that you could write down. Correct. I'm going to deliver this sadly. I'm going to deliver this with a limp. Yes. A limp. I don't know why a limp keeps coming back, but like. Because <laughs> we're talking about Newsies and Crutchy as a limp. It feels like you could deliver, like uh, you could make the choice to do a limp and do it poorly. Oh, absolutely. So I think that's why it keeps coming back to me. Or an accent. For example, I recently talked to somebody who saw a local production of Richard III, mm-hmm. where instead of having like the hunchback and the limp, that. He was in a wheelchair. No. He was deaf and had a sign language and delivered all of his lines in sign language. And there was someone behind a screen saying the lines while Richard signed them. Huh. She said it could have worked, but it didn't. That's not an actor's choice. That is the director's choice to do that. But it's a case where there's a choice being made. A choice is like a tangible or visual thing that is happening. Right. The performance is the execution of that choice. So like if you're modernizing or Americanizing or Britishizing Mm -hmm. something, like for instance, Kevin Costner decided not to do an English accent Men in Tights? In, not Men in, in Tights. Prince of Thieves. Prince of Thieves. The, the, the good, the actual Right, the serious thing. version. Um, and that, I think he, that was a choice he made that I think was the wrong choice, but he pulled it off. Okay. Christian Slater decided to try and do an English accent, which I think was the right choice, but it sucked. So yes. I think it was a poor performance. Correct. Alan Rickman was a genius as always. Yes. So. R.I.P. Oh my god. Okay, you haven't seen it. There's a witch in it, and I just... I still have your copy of it. I, I just imagined um, Dame Maggie Smith as the witch in Prince of Thieves, and it was really funny. Oh, okay. Oh my god, as McGonagall in... Oh my god, that's so funny. Alright, when you watch Prince of Thieves, it's gonna... Think of McGonagall, because she's like a real witch. Okay. Like, she's like... It, they do lots of authentic, like, this is, you know... Yeah. Nighttime, K-N-I-G-H-T yeah. time. Um, Knight time. Right, Knight time stuff. So she's like real Satanist witch girl. Got but it. imagine McGonagall as that witch, and it's real funny. Awesome. Okay, so those. Are, so that's the difference between... Because I had to sort of parse that out... Um, While I was talking about it before. Sora. Yeah. Sora, you helped me. So my issue with Catherine was both. Mm-hmm. I did not like the choices that she made because she did not make choices. Right. I don't think she delivered a particularly compelling performance of those non-choices. Right. So she was both timid. Um, April, hi April, made the comment that you can be both timid and bold and be a person. And I agree with that. Correct. But not typically within the same one line. Conversation or interaction or scene. Like, it would have been fine. And, And we actually talked about this. It would have been fine if she had been bold and then you watched her bring it back. Right. You know, you Or s- timid and she and you watched her yeah, m- she's assert I, herself. Right, where she's yeah, if she had been very bold and you watched the wheels turn and her say, It is eighteen ninety nine, I am a woman, I need to scale it back some, I'm gonna get myself in trouble if I right. keep doing this, and you watch her take a breath, tone it down a little. Right. That would be fine. Right. Or if you see her talking to him and being very nervous because there is this cute boy that she's talking to, but then when she's talking to her father, right. she's speaking her mind. Right. But she didn't do that. She made choices from line to line, and it wasn't consistent... It was not consistent as a believable character for me. Exactly. And and if she, um, during her soliloquy, uh-huh. song, song, a soliloquy is a, it can be a song, whatever. Yeah. Song soliloquy. Right. A song soliloquy. Um, that would be more believable. Going back and forth between that, that would be more believable because in your mind, you can be more wishy-washy and like, right. I'm going to be bold, but oh my God, what if whatever, whatever. That would be fine. Yeah. But it, she she interacted like that with other people, and that's where it was a mistake. An example of what you're talking about is the Baker's Wife song in Into the Woods, mm-hmm. 
where she's going to do this. You know, I'm going to go after the prince, but I can't go after the prince. I'm married. Like, you know, what just happened here? I can't go back after him. I just had sex with the prince. I just cheated on my husband. It was kind of great. I hope I didn't get killed right now. I need to, I need to focus. I've got a husband and a baby and I need to find a, whatever it is I'm looking for at this moment that I've totally forgotten. Giant? Find a giant? I think it's up there on that precipice. Yes, I should probably go balance on the edge of that and see, well, no, I'm dying! <laughs> Princessipus. Princessipus? Yeah. She wasn't a princess. She wasn't a princess. She was a baker's wife. Yeah. Baker's wife, Esipus. Yep. Nope. <clears throat> um. Yeah, no, I think, and I mean, you know, we can't fault... Is this Alan Menken? Yes. We can't what, fault... Did he... I think he I think he also did the musical. Did he also do the musical? Um, okay. We can't fault him for not being because I think Sondheim is the perfect person to express indecision right. through like you know, because she does da 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 but wait but da 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 like yes. the you know it's the it's your fault, no it's your fault that that right. part. But which so, is right around the same time. Like it's so yes. confusing. Yeah, the yeah, it yeah, your fault takes place shortly after that, once they realize Right. Once they all realize that the baker's wife is dead, right. then they do... Right. Um, all right. But so, yeah, Sondheim is sort of like the mammoth of musicals, yeah. where it's like, this is how people are. This is how people yeah. talk. This is how people think. Um, yeah. They interrupt themselves. They contradict each other. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and he, yeah, he does that very, very well. Yeah. And... You can't expect everyone to be as good at that. Correct. But this is a... So, in a way, it's like she was given a bad... Choice, mm-hmm. or she, like she was both given and made bad choices. Like she, yes. um, but she also didn't sort of try and figure them out or like. Well, and do you I think, think that I think the problem is she was given a blank slate disguised as a developed character, right? I mean, they're really like if just on paper there was nothing to her except for. Female journalist in 1899 must be brassy. <laughs> I mean, or the child of a newspaper mogul, you know, one or the other. Is that, what I kind of liked about making her Pulitzer's daughter is that, like, you see the same kind of brashness in both of them. Yes. And I like that I could, I could follow that thread. Yeah. I, I don't feel, though, like the character itself had the development that the other characters did. I mean, that. More character than Sarah, yes. Yeah. But not as much as Denton, I don't feel like. Really? I mean, like, I guess he was a newspaper, he wrote for, during the war, Mm -hmm. he he stood next to, he wrote something about Teddy. Is Bill Pullman just a better actor than this girl? I think Bill Pullman might just be a better actor. Which is saying a lot, because for half of this movie, his face just said, I'm in a musical, What are these kids dancing about? (laughs) What is happening? But yeah, maybe she just... I don't know. Do you think that it's possible for her to have taken these choices that she was given, the choices she was given, and brought a good performance out of it? Is it possible to do this role well? Yes, I think it absolutely is. I think that she... Like, picture Anna Kendrick in that role. I mean, I'm already sold. Anna Kendrick would have made actual choices, she would have made the, like, the giggly, unsure moments much more convincing. Catherine was more convincing brassy. Agreed. And that was why the second act was better than the first act. Because she was She ballsier. was more yeah. comfortable and, and ballsy. Yeah. Anna Kendrick would have not only been good at that, but also... Now I really want to see this with Anna Kendrick as Catherine. I'll send her a tweet. Yeah, just, I mean, like, text her or something later, though. Not right now. Oh, okay. All right. Not right now. All right. We'll text her later. We should probably get to our actual episode topic. My brother, my brother, and me put out a TV show. They sure did. Um, It's on CISO. Uh-huh. And you can get that on your telephone, your iTelephone. Um, Does it have to be an iTelephone? I think, I don't know. Kevin's tablet is Android and, and, and has the CISO app. Um, you can also get it on Roku and I think Apple TV, they said. And your computer. And your computer. Um, so it's six episodes. Mm-hmm. 
And they've also released, as of this recording, one four-minute deleted scenes thing and one eight-minute bloopers thing. Yes. For the first episode. Yes. So... Presumably they will do the same for the other five episodes. For the other five episodes. Um, where do you want to start? How do we start with this? These boys are so good. They're, they're so funny. They're just so... Okay, so Kevin doesn't listen to Mabim Bam. Right. He has told me... So I made him watch when they did the the live stream of what we thought was the first episode, but turned out to be the third episode right. on CISO's Facebook page. I made him watch it with me. And he was howling. Yes. Like, at one point he choked on whiskey and, like, wasn't breathing for the rest of the episode. Because oh, he, is he okay? He, yeah, he's breathing again. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, whiskey burns, and yeah. when it goes in your lungs, that's extra burny. Don't burn your lungs, kids. But yeah, he was cracking up, and I and I kept, I asked him, I'm like, why, this is, this is their show. Yeah. Why do you not have any interest in listening to the podcast, but you are cracking up at this? And he said that for him, he likes having the visual element. That makes it much funnier to him. I will agree with that. I, I will, I, yes. No, let me, let me, let me qualify that. I, I crack up at Mabim Bam, probably, mm, our show is up there, and I make no bones about that. Oh yeah, I laugh while I edit this show. Um, Mabim Bam... Uh, midpoint. I mean, like, it's up there with, like, constantly laughing at it. Yeah. But seeing them, like, I, 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 I wrote somewhere on, on the Facebook group for the TV show. Which I don't think I am a member of. It's... I should join. It's a bit, it's, yeah. I didn't want to join until I had watched it. Oh, I get it. I absolutely... we didn't finish it till last night. Yeah. Um, I liked watching, for instance, Travis's face... Full stop. But also, mm-hmm. Travis's face when he was looking at one of his brothers, anticipating them making a funny goof. Uh huh. Because he he sticks his tongue out a lot. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't. He his sort of resting has his tongue sort of sticking out, which I wonder. You know, he had a a lisp uh, as a kid. Uh huh. And I wonder if he, if his if he has a weird mouth tongue ratio. Interesting. I but like when he is when he senses a goof happening, his eyes light up and he. You can see him. Yeah, ready. now that you're mentioning it, I'm picturing the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and like, his, yeah. So it's funny. Like, so you see, and like, you can watch them get the jokes or get where the other person's going. Yeah. Like uh, an underrated joke I felt in the first episode was um, when Griffin comes over to do the um, low prices joke. He's like, "Guys, guys, come here!" And Travis comes up and they form like a circle. Mm-hmm. And Justin says, "Quick prayer." Cracked me up because they were in a circle, so okay. it looked, they could have easily done a you know, like a pre-concert prayer, yeah. whatever. But then Griffin makes a joke about I'm sensing great prices, and okay, um, I thought that was funny. Like, but you could see them constantly like seeing where the other person was going, and like, yeah. like the laughter and la- I don't know. I think there was something to the visual element that was good. Yes, no, I agree. I. I- I won't say that it necessarily made it more funny. It made it differently funny. I agree. Like, I laughed at... There were there were moments where I was just like, you know, we get to see their faces. We get mm-hmm. to see them making these faces as they're making these goofs. Yeah. And it just added a different um, dimension yeah. to the goofs. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't love about this was basically the whole, like... 80% of the third episode was just picked, like, just video of spiders. Right. Just big honking hairy spiders right up on the screen. That episode, I can... Like, I'm no bug spider guy. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. I think they're... I don't like moving whatever. I'm not a big Don't guy. do that with your hands. Sorry? Don't make spider legs with your fingers. But... You're doing it. <laughs> Did I tell you about Irving? My dad's thing? No. Okay. Irving was basically a way to tickle. Okay. But he was a spider. I don't like it. So Irving was very, very easily killed. So he would go come along and like be like, "Up, oh, Ir- Irving's just coming up to say hi." And if you and if you were feeling like ticklish, you you kind of swatted Irving, and Irving would immediately die. Okay. The real problem was Irving's wife, who was unkillable. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay. So with the other hand, he would basically just attack Tickle, because Irving's wife would be coming to get vengeance on Irving. Okay. Yeah. So, that. That's adorable and also awful. Right. Um, on, on a bunch of different levels. Right. <laughs> uh, but so, speaking of adorable and awful, what redeemed this entire episode is seeing how tenderly they handled Travis's letting the spider walk on him. Yes. Like, they, if they have, they're like... They were so proud of him. I was so proud of him. Like, I, could, I don't even I know I could him. not do it. I couldn't do it I either. honestly, I could not. Just, like, I couldn't even watch it. I had my glasses off. Yeah. And, like, right now, I'm sitting, what, five feet away from you? Mm-hmm. I could not pick you out of a lineup right now. Really? Oh, yeah. You are just, like, a skin-colored blob with some darkness on top and... Darker areas where your eyes are. Like, I can tell you're holding your phone up in front of your face right now. What are you talking about? I have Cyclops eyes. Oh, okay. Is that what's happening? I've always had Cyclops eyes. I mean, like, I I can't see the differentiation on the microphone between the white and the silver right now. Interesting. My eyes are really bad. And so I took my glasses off. Yeah. And still also spent a good portion of that episode like this. (laughs) Erin has plastered her face into the pillow. I was it was the dog yeah. at the time because he was sitting next to me. Right. But yeah, I spent a lot of it like just not watching. Right. And so, I was like, Kevin, just tell me when there's no more spiders. And Kevin was like, uh, so like just uh, keep your eyes closed for twenty minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> if you don't like, but he couldn't say that because he was choking on whiskey. Right. Right. <laughs> if you don't like uh, spiders, episode three is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. If you don't like clowns. Episodes one and four and a little bit of six are going to be tough. Yeah. But. I had forgotten about the clown in episode one. I mean, that's only, I would say for those, it's only if you have like a severe cannot look at a clown without being really, really upset. For all of those? Yeah. For all of those. For all of those. Like, because I don't like clowns. I find them creepy. Right. I was a. I feel like I had an appropriate level of creeped outness for the particular clowns that were on the screen. Like, I could watch it, but I like I I didn't like it because those were creepy clowns. Yeah. So those are the only real When we go see the movie It, it's gonna be real interesting. <laughs> it is going to be real interesting. I th- I really think that I've gotten mostly like there was a time when, oh geez, it was probably before, Kevin and I may not have even been engaged yet. We went to Bush Gardens with friends of ours for their Hallow Scream event. Oh no, thank you. It was fine, except for the Bridge of Clowns. Oh sure. There's like a bridge in Bush Gardens that they put like these big boxes on and presumably like high school drama kids in clown masks, but like the scary clown masks. Right. Um... As opposed to just regular clown masks, which are right. a different level of Intentionally scary. scary versus not Yes, intentionally these were scary. intentionally scary clown masks. They would, like, jump out and, like, chase you with, like, plastic knives and stuff. Right. Um, Kevin pretty much had to carry me across the bridge. Aw. Because Ryan and Shannon really wanted to do a thing that was on the other side of the bridge. And, like, Kevin doesn't like jump scares. Sure. Like, actual jump scares. He had no issue with Justin's jump scares. <laughs> That that were added in for scaring effect yeah. in Mabim Bam. But he doesn't like things jumping out at him. Yeah. But he basically, like, I was so freaked out by these... Because cl- I don't like things jumping out at me. Yeah, nor do I. I don't like haunted houses for that reason. Yeah. Like, well, I don't like actual haunted houses because ghosts. Sure. I don't like Halloween haunted houses because I don't like things jumping out at me. Even if logically I know that they are high school drama kids and they can't they physically are not allowed to touch me right he pretty much had to carry me across that bridge and then we found out that the only way to get back was to go back across was to go back across the bridge yeah and i think at that point the clowns decided to take pity on me because they didn't try to kill me right there was a we went to um king's dominion okay uh for a similar thing yeah Uh, uh my now wife, then girlfriend, went down with one of uh, her roommates, and her, one of her other roommates was in the chemistry major with me, and we had a thing okay. that we had to do. So we both drove down separately, okay. and I surprised Chris in there. But it was during, I want to say like Hauntoberfest, but that can't yeah. be it. 
Um, no, I mean, that sounds like something King's yeah. Dominion would come up with. Yeah. Um, Halla Scream? Is that what Bush That's Gardens Bush Gardens. Is? Okay. Um, Halla Haunt Fest. That sounds like something that Six Flags would come up with. <laughs> um, and there was a, like, go through this thing... And then we'll jump out at you, like, haunted house type thing on the property. Uh Uh-huh. So I had the lovely experience of taking point on that by force because all of the girls were pushing me forward. Because you're tallest. Well, sure. But that also means that, like, I have to, like... Yeah, I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. So I didn't like that either. I don't really like that either. Yeah. Um, I don't like being chased, as I think we mentioned yeah. on the zombie, on the, the first fir- episode. The very first episode, yeah. I don't like the idea of being chased or going upstairs when someone's chasing you. That's yeah. the worst. Well, yeah, because there's nowhere to go but down, and you can't go down because there's something behind you, so you have to jump out a window, and then your legs are broken. And nope. then you can't run away, and the thing's going to get you, so either way, you're fucked. And what if they cut your ankles? Oh, God, now there's a whole extra element. Right? I hadn't thought about that. There's a part in Hush. Yeah. The movie that I watched about uh-huh. the deaf girl in the home invasion. Yeah. She crawls out her window to try and grab the, the intruder's crossbow mm-hmm. while he's like out of commission or something. Or so, in some way she has to crawl out her window to go get some. Oh, a, a cell phone. Okay. And then he sees her and she has to quickly get back in the window and close it and lock it before he gets to her. I was like. Yeah, I don't. Oh, God, oh, God, I oh, God, don't oh, God, like oh, God. stuff like that. Yeah. So I this, don't remember how we got on the subject. Oh, clowns! So there, those are basically the only two things that are going to be in any way like upsetting, triggery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the clown in the first episode okay. is like a clown puppet thing. Yeah, it's just like I don't think it was created to be terrifying, but it's pretty terrifying. In the way that, like, a lot of marionette-type puppets are, but yeah. it also happens to be a clown. Yeah. Um, and then the clown box is just a... I think it was probably an intentionally scary, but, like, jokingly intentionally scary picture of a clown. Yeah. What was like, int- if somebody was like, hey, you know what would be funny is if we take a picture of, like, one of those, like, we paint a picture that looks like that creepy marionette from the first episode, let's paint that on this box, it'll really screw with people's heads. And people, I made, people made that connection to the, to Marvin in the first mm-hmm. Marvin, I, I couldn't remember his name. And the clown box, I did not make that connection. Oh, okay. Um, is there an uh, Adventure Zone clown box? I don't think so. Okay. I, I feel like... People were like, oh, I saw the clown box and it was awesome. But then someone was like, I didn't get the clown box. And I, for me, I was like, I just thought it was f- like, like taking an idea and just going yeah. with it at 11, yes. which is what people I think agreed with. But I was like, I may have been in something else where they mentioned it because there are a lot of things in the show that are like payoffs of previous things. Right. Like, you guess Haunted Doll Alert is something? Yeah. Justin started. So you know how they do, Mun- Justin does Munch Squad. I do. Um, he also does Haunted Doll Alert. Yeah. Where, I guess, like, one of, I don't know if it's always been a thing, or if somebody brought it to his attention. It's somewhere in, before I started listening, but after where I had caught up to when I went back and started from the beginning, somewhere in that gap. The Mubin beginning. The Mubin Bam beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in the gap of, like, 200 episodes that I haven't listened to yet, is... Something where I guess somebody talked about haunted dolls on eBay, yeah. and so now Justin's obsessed with looking up haunted dolls on eBay. Yeah, and frequently will find one and do a haunted doll watch on as like a bit. Okay, yeah, it's a, like a segment. Yeah, there's a new segment in the new episode. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, so there were so if you've never listened to the the podcast before, I don't think. That you won't... I think that you will be able to still very much enjoy these TV episodes. Yes. I think there is something added to to it if you do watch... If you do listen. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it takes away anything if you don't. Yeah. Kevin has heard a few. Yeah. I've made him listen to a few episodes of The Adventure Zone. Like, he's... And I talk about it often enough. Like, he's familiar with the Macro Reverse. And he 
but he doesn't really know it the way we do. Right. And so I think he still was able to really enjoy it. Probably would be willing to go to a live show. Yeah. Now that there's um, by the a way, visual element. I was in before. Yeah. I'm like super in now. If I hadn't been in Scotland, we could have been in that Candle Nights I episode. Know. I was telling Kevin that while we were watching it. I was like, we could have, I could have been there. James and I could have been there. Yeah. We talked about going there, but I was on a plane to Scotland. I hope Scotland was worth it. Oh, it absolutely was. All right. They'll do another Candle Nights show. They do one every year. We'll attempt to get tickets to it. We probably won't be able to. Well, we'll give it a shot then. Yeah. Maybe we can get press passes. Is... No. Maybe? Maybe. Yeah, so... I guess... What was your... Favorite episode? Okay. <laughs> My favorite episode was Teens. Okay. Um, because Griffin Water Bottle Dab is yes. so funny that he would that he got to a point of absent mindedly dabbing, and that is so funny to me. Do you think it was absent minded or do you think it was completely intentional? Oh no, it was intentional absent minded. He was oh, okay. he was he would be. He was talking. I mean, to, he wasn't hitting it hard. Right. He was just like every time he said something, he would just kind of. He, yeah, he he would. Do, it was almost like Lynn's great job. Right. He did the water bottle, and then he was in the middle of saying something, but he did yeah. the dab like it was a. Yeah. It was a suppose like. Well, I have to do this. I said I threw the water bottle, so now I must dab. Yeah, I I said um, about the when he walks into the classroom for the first time, having mm-hmm. thrown all those water bottles. Yeah. Um, he does it like it's a custom that he knows he has to do. But he wants to get to the point of what he's trying to say. Right. So he does it quickly and sort of, he's like, hi, I'm Griffin. Um, like, yeah, it's so funny. So I really like that. And I really liked um, seeing the three approaches that they took to teaching. I would like to discuss why do we think the teens broke into groups the way they did? Well. Like, why did more people, I was talking to my friend Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. About this. I'm surprised that only one kid opted to go in Griffin's group. Do you think that was planned? I don't know. I thought it was interesting that Riley picked Justin. I thought so too, because you would think that she would have gone with one of the brothers that she doesn't practically live with. Right. Um, Alex thinks that most of the kids went in went with Justin because Riley went with Justin and they wanted to hang out with Riley. And they're Riley's friends. Yeah. Have, have you read... You haven't been to the group. So... Um, most of those kids were Riley's theater friends. I figured. And, in fact, Griffin... Mm-hmm. Whose name wh- is actually Griffin? They call him Young Griffin okay. on the thing. Um, Y-U-N-G on, okay. the, on the group. Um, he's very popular on the group. Okay. He was Phil to Riley's Lil in a production that apparently their theater group did of Rugrats. Okay. And Salem, the guitar guy uh-huh. of Travis's, was Tommy. Okay. So... Mary sort of, Mary Smurl sort of unwrapped a little bit of that. Okay. Um, so yeah, a lot of them probably were like, well, we're kind of familiar with Justin. Yeah. We know, we know what we're getting if we pick Justin's group. Yeah. Those other guys are wild cards. It may have been orchestrated that Griffin would go with Griffin. I mean, Griffin, no, so there's, there's a number of things. So Griffin could have gone with Griffin knowing that his name was Griffin and that his name is Griffin. Right. I could also see, I would like to. I would like a behind the scenes, and I yeah. know that that kind of um, was that show opens the kimono, parts the kimono. Yeah, there you go. Um, but I would like to see if they said something like, "Okay, we're not going to tell you who to go with, but most of you go with one of us." Yeah, because of the funny joke. And I think it worked that it was. I think Justin's approach was best suited for the largest group. I agree. Can you imagine if 15 kids had been in front of Travis and he's yelling at, positive yelling at all of them? Hey, positive yelling, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he says that, right, right. He says that. I forgot that that wasn't a thing that came up, was came up with in the group. I've been spending, I'm going to do full disclosure here. I spent most of, of the end of last week through now mostly on Facebook in the Facebook group of the TV okay. show. Okay. So I feel kind of immersed. Okay. And it sort of feels good and bad. Okay. <laughs> like I, I I went I hit my like back to home thing on Facebook one time. Right. And started scrolling and I was like, 
oh, most of these are not about the TV show. This is so weird. Yeah. Which is not a great sign. Right. Um, yeah. Pos- positive yelling, I think, was good for two people. Yes. Alex, when Alex and I were discussing it, I said, you know, now me probably would have picked, like, I would have agonized over the decision. Right. But probably ultimately would have gone with Justin's group. Right. Teenage me absolutely would have gone with Griffin's group because he's the cutest. Right. And see, I would have gone with Travis for the same reason. I mean, to, to clarify that. Teenage me would have found Griffin to be the cutest. Oh, right, okay. I think that all three of them are attractive in their own right. Teenage me would have said, well, Griffin is the youngest and therefore the cutest, and therefore I will go in his group. Yeah. And then I would have not said a single word. Right. (laughs) Um, Right now, um, I'm going to just, just going to, this is my podcast, I can do what I want. You sure can. I have a big, huge crush on Travis after this TV show. Everything that he did only endeared him more to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I I wrote a post on the, on the group that was like I didn't realize I had a favorite brother, and then I started watching the show, and just he's so everything that I like. Yeah, like he's like he's punny and silly and whatever, but he's also incredibly sensitive and caring. Right. And I just everything about his whole thing mm-hmm. really works for me. Yeah. In sort of a way that is a little disorienting to me. Yeah. In kind of a weird... And so I sort of start to think about, like, other guys that I've found, like, really interesting and enrapturing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, weird. So there's a couple... There's been several that are like that in my life. And I think that that doesn't necessarily I mean... Normal. I think that's normal. Yeah. I just think that it's interesting that it doesn't... It's not like... I mostly am like, I don't really care for guys at all. Right. Like, just, like, I don't make friends very well with yeah, guys and whatever. Yeah, the company of women. Yeah. But the, the, occasionally, there was this guy, Austin, in college, mm-hmm. that, like, everything he said was incredibly funny. He remind, like, he wasn't as attractive as Ryan Reynolds, and I don't think that's saying anything... <laughs> Bad about Austin. But he... Re- <laughs> so he was an actual, normal human being and not a demigod. Exactly. But he had the same aesthetic as Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, specifically via, like, Van Wilder and sure. stuff. Sure. Like, confident, but also, like, he... All the same stuff. Yeah. And so, it's really interesting to me. And so, it's just another in a line of this type of guy that I, 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 I find myself... For lack of a better word, attracted to? Attracted to? I find them very interesting. In, 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 yeah. In, 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 Intrigued in that way. by? Intrigued, yeah. Sort of like... Well, yeah, I mean, I think you can say attracted to without it being, like, a sexual thing. Is infatuated, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, it's like, it's definitely like, I definitely watch Travis way more than I watch the others. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I watch, I think I watch Justin more than any of the others. Yeah. Which is, I think out of, out of the brothers, I think the way you identify more with Travis, I think I identify more with Justin. Yeah. And I don't know if that is... Our mutual older siblingness. Mm. I don't know if it is just that we are kind of more like, I think if you, not that any of them are serious, but I think that if you had to say who is the more serious brother, like the one who keeps them on track a little bit more, I think it's Justin. He feels like their leader. Yeah. Probably because he's the older one. Right. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I would have probably picked Travis... Now, right. I like to think that I would have picked him then too, but I don't know if I wouldn't have just gone with the rest of the of the crowd. I was just gonna say you don't think you would have just gone with the majority group and gone over to. Although back in high school, I was I was I was occasionally pretty proud of not doing that kind of thing. Oh, I know, but if most of your friends were like. Not to say, like, follow the crowd, but, like, would you rather go with, like, would you rather go into the group with the guy that you are the most intrigued by, or would you rather go hang out with most of your friends? Now, the answer is obvious, actually. I would have uh, gone with the girl that I had the biggest crush on. Yeah. So, that, I mean, like... Who, statistically speaking, would have gone in Justin's group. Right, although... 
Unless mm. I am that girl, in which case you'd have been in Griffin's group. <laughs> right. I, I was... I, I wonder how many girls would have had that same thought. Like, Griffin is the youngest, ergo the cutest, ergo I will go in his group. Right. But so statistically, yeah, I probably yeah. would have gone in Justin's group because the girl I liked, I would have just been like, oh, she's there, we're going to hang out, let's do that. Yeah. So. Bonus points that I also get to hang out with most of my other friends. Right, right. And this brother doesn't seem to suck too bad. Right. Um... I w- but then I rewatched the resumes episode or the jobs episode. Oh yeah, the and jobs then, episode was pretty great. And then I th- then I was like, oh, that might be my favorite. I think one of my favorite moments was when they were trying on the robes for the secret societies episode, uh-huh. and they were just goofing on like, "You look like yeah some stupid thing." CISO did a clip of that. Oh, for I an advertisement, they're like, when when, see, when you get your own TV show, but you can't stop roasting each other. Yeah, and they had just like all of those goofs. Yes, I hadn't seen that, and Kev- Kevin, <laughs> I just saw it today. Kevin turned to me and he was like, "They do that a lot, don't they?" Yeah, like just are constantly trying to one up each. He's like, "I can see that being a thing that happens a lot on their podcast." Oh, they're definitely and about escalation. Like, yes. it, yeah. One of the things that I love the most about them is their yes and attitude. Oh, absolutely. That is why things escalate. Yep. And like in today's episode, they, or yesterday's episode, they, like when they were talking about stupid shit that happened at the Oscars. Yeah. And just like making stuff up. Yeah. Like one of them would say something and then the next one would say something else and they would just keep trying to top it even though you could tell like nobody wanted to be the one to quit the joke. Right. But none of them really wanted to keep making the joke. Yeah. Like, I could tell that there was a point where Griffin was like, okay, but please let me get to my point. Yeah. But I'm not going to say this. I'm right. not going to say let me get to my point. I want you to stop making jokes so that I can make the last joke so that I can make my point right. and still win. The um, On the bloopers, when they were doing what Christmas, a Christmas story... Yes. What, what the what the you know euphemism for Christmas story yes. is? There, that was like you could see that on paper because yeah. Travis said you know a holiday story. I mean a holiday tale, and then they right. escalated, 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 escalated. Yes. Um, yeah, I really like that too. Yeah. Um, I have to ask you: mm-hmm. Have you seen the secret websites? No. I'm gonna pause this. Okay. Okay, and and we're back. Um. So, I've shown Aaron the secret websites. Did you hear that? I didn't. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> My stomach just, like, made a really bizarre growly noise. Because you're hungry for those secret websites. I am hungry for those secret web episodes. Webisodes. Yeah. What I'm hoping... So, basically, uh, there was an episode about secret societies. Um, and in that, they basically said, oh, we've been doing an alternate reality game uh-huh um and basically all throughout the previous episodes they'd been doing like number reveals or like numbers would be behind them on a board or like whatever and so if you basically found this one it's all on the if you search if you go to the um subreddit uh-huh. and search arg it'll come up the one i took aaron to was the title was like all right let's suss out the this arg yeah and there are two different websites, but all of the links and appropriate passwords and codes and stuff are in that subreddit. Right. That uh, thread. So uh, it's three videos. Um, what I'm really hoping is that those aren't contained in the bonus episodes for Oh, them. I don't think they would do that. Right? They wouldn't. They'd have new stuff. No, they would have new stuff. Because then it makes the whole thing not fun. Exactly. Yeah. And they are... Fun. They are fun. Yeah. Fun, fun, goof boys, as yes. it were. Fun, fun, goof. Good, good, fun, fun, goof boys. Yes. So, what was your favorite episode? I don't know. I liked them all, except yeah. for the Ranchos one. Okay. Because spiders. So. But, I think, so there was the Haunted one. Yep. The Jobs one. The Jobs one, which was pretty good. Ranchos. Ranchos. Teens. Teens. Secret Societies. Secret Societies. Candlelights. Secret Societies was really good. I need to watch that one again. I that's I think that's the one I haven't watched again. 
Candle Nights, there was a moment at the end, like right at the end, when Justin Let was talking about, like, I just, I love you guys. This was so much fun. And he was tearing up. And then, like, the show ended, and Kevin and I both looked at each other, and we were like, I thought he was going to say something about ding-dongs. Yeah. And he didn't. Nope. They actually ended it on, I mean, they ended it on a, a goof, but, like, Justin had, like, this really poignant moment that he didn't turn into a goof. Yep. I'm a little, they turned it into a goof. Travis and Griffin did. I think they were both uncomfortable with actual emotion being displayed. Right. But. Yeah. I thought that was a great moment. It was. Yeah. I just am still feeling, as much as I loved the genuine emotion that was being showed, there's a part of me that is still waiting for that dick joke. Yeah. Okay. Someone made on the Facebook group, uh, uh, J, J Man all over town. Oh, good. Above him. Good. Good. <laughs> Which I'm like, I'm glad somebody come on. did that. We couldn't have done that. Well, I think because he was asking for it, oh, they specifically I get it. like even though Griffin got his vape thing, he did dangerous. Gotta have my vape. Griffin probably did that himself. Probably. <laughs> Actually, I had this feeling that like I, I get the sense that Griffin was just friends with just all of like the visual effects yeah. crew and stuff. Like, um. I thought it was interesting to watch knowing how sick Griffin was. Yeah. And people have a theory that he didn't actually get shocked by the, the lights. That he just needed to not be filming anymore. Yeah. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. He was, because yeah, he had like norovirus or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Um, yeah. So he was, it's very interesting to listen to the episodes that they recorded of their podcast while they were recording their show. Yeah. Because they were, one, just sick of each other. They were so tired of each other. And, like, I totally get that. Like, well, that, yeah. that it, 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 it would happen. Yeah. Well, especially when you're not used to seeing somebody. Yeah. On a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you are living and working together. Because I'm pretty sure that Justin and Travis were living, or Griffin and Travis were living with Justin. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. So they're li- they're living together, they're working together, they cannot get away from each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, it doesn't show, I mean, the only, I mean, I guess sometimes it showed, like with the, with the thing in Candle Nights, I really think uh, Travis doing a hit was tension from recording. Probably. I mean, like, largely. I mean, also. Also his yeah, that intense was a huge spider phobia. Yeah, yeah. Like. Oh, I don't blame him for doing no, a hit. No. <laughs> Because the energy in there fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> holding, holding a basketball. That that basketball appeared in multiple episodes. Uh-huh. I was like, is Mary pregnant? Oh, no, that's a basketball. Yeah. When they were in Safety Town? Yeah. Yeah. And she was, like, holding... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she was holding it like a pregnant belly? Yeah. Yeah. So, so all of It was, them, like, their mascot, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I get why Griffin was doing it in the... In that yeah. post-hit thing, because it was like a after-school special yeah. deal. But... Kevin got very excited when the turtle thing made an appearance at Candle Nights. Mm-hmm. People who were at that show were like, I was so confused, but now I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, Kevin was very excited. He was like, look, it's the turtle! Yeah, the spider guy was there, too. Oh, I didn't notice that. Um, I'm, he, went, he went like this. Oh. At the camera. Yeah. Thank you for... Warning me that when we're not actively talking about spiders crawling on me, the like wiggling your fingers doesn't bother me quite to the extent that it does when we've just been talking about having spiders crawling all over me. Let's change the subject. Uh, Taylor was also there. Taylor Smarl was in the audience and I didn't notice her. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice her either. Yeah. She had green hair and she was sitting by someone else that was laughing that we knew. So it may have been she was sitting on the same row as the tur- as the turtle lady. Oh, okay. But like the, um, Mary posted um, the the screenshot of of the boys and Riley on the couch, all of them at Safety Town and Taylor in the audience. Oh, okay. She's like all you know. The Smurl family was completely represented. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Tommy Smurl is a gigantic dude. Is he really? Like, yeah. The did he, I. He was at the in the resume episode. Yeah, he just is like a like a, I mean like he's tall, but like he just has this like presence about him that I like. I, I guess I didn't really notice. I mean, like I've noticed in pictures that he's significantly taller than Mary. Yeah, 
But I think everyone is. Yeah, I get the feeling that she is slight of build. Yeah. But I just, like, he has this, like, I cl- you know, you can close your eyes and I hear him on quarter pointed. Uh-huh. But then he's also built like a, like a mercy, like someone that Rambo would work with. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, can you tell me about who Dwight is? Um, so Justin has a wet, a YouTube show called Things I Bought, Things at, I Bought at Sheets. Yes. Dwight is his co-star in that. Oh. And they are good friends. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we are. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Like, all of a sudden, my eyes are like not focusing, and I am really tired. So we should wrap. Okay. I'm going to stop only because I have to edit this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, um, oh, my, my wife has, has, uh, Condition me away from making that joke as much as I want to, because for like five years straight, every time Christmas comes around uh-huh. and she talks about we have to do the wrapping, I I make that you beatbox. Mm-hmm. Badly. Actually, actually, <laughs> it's always the same sound, which is. Oh okay. Um, and she goes interesting because the no- the sound I did that's the only beatbox. That's sound much that I closer know. to beatboxing than mine is. <laughs> yeah, mine is easier to do though. No. Well, it doesn't require as much breath. Well, that's true. Um, I uh, am a bit lightheaded now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, so you can watch that on CISO. You can watch one episode of it on YouTube. Yep. Um, on the CISO on the CISO YouTube page. That is S E E S O. Yes. Um, unfortunately, the episode that you can watch is the Tarantula episode. It sure is. So uh, it's called Ranchos and Travis did a hit. Yes. Um. But, uh, yeah, you should, I mean, you can get a free week of CISO, which is more than enough to watch all of the episodes. And if you give it a couple weeks, you can watch most of the bonus content, too. That's true. If you, if you really want to be cost effective. Yeah, I'm willing to pay the three ninety nine to get the rest of the, yeah. for the month to get the rest of the bonus content. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't think Was we have anything other than housekeeping. You can find us on Twitter at UFO Podcast. Individually, we are at Unabashed Aaron and at Unabashed James. You can uh, join our Facebook group, which you, I highly recommend you do. Yes, we uh, have not talked about it much this episode. We haven't. We usually do. Um, but it's always on our minds. Like, yes. I mean, or, you know, I don't want to speak for, speak for you, but, like, I love that it's place. Always on, it's always on my mind when I'm on Facebook. I mean, like, <laughs> I could live in just that group. Yeah. It's like a distillation of all the cool things. Mm-hmm. And, like... I mean, you know, it's pretty nice that it's about all the cool things that you and I specifically pick to talk about. Yeah. But um, it's a cool place. It's called uh, Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. Uh, you should go and join. Um, we have a nice little group there. Yes. And then you should hop on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, and you should subscribe to us if you haven't already. You should rate us. Five stars would be super great. Mm-hmm. You should review us. A nice review would be super great. Even super greater. Yes, because the, apparently the reviews are what really help you climb in rankings. Mm, mm-hmm. So you can have a bajillion five-star ratings, but if you don't have any reviews, I guess it's not as good as if you do have reviews but don't have as many rankings. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. If, I just keep hearing other podcasts say that reviews are what help you climb in the rankings. So makes, that makes I'm sense. just repeating what the greats say. Um, if uh, We have an email, uh, unabashedobsessed at gmail.com. Uh, if you would feel, if you are feeling like you want to give us less than a five star rating, instead send us an email and just sort of let us know what's going on, what we can do to improve to get that five star rating, and we will make our best effort to make that improvement. Indeed. Um, thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Did you guys know there was a ladder down here? I keep forgetting to plug his band that he told us about. Oh yeah. Um, and well, I, he forgot that he had a. Well, he right. didn't forget he had a band. He forgot to tell us he had a band for a long time. I don't remember what they are called, but I remember they had a fun, cool name. Well, it was an Andy's dream that thread. Yeah. So we'll go back next episode. I promise to try and remember to <laughs> remember to go find that name. Yes. Um. Thank you also to Emily Cardamus for our awesome uh, art, podcast, art. podcast art. Yeah. 
Um, you can follow her at Corrupted Gem on Twitter, and I highly recommend you do. And she is very sweet. She's, she's very, very. She's funny. She's yeah. Um, she's yeah. She's she's all the things, and um, she also has other pages like a Tumblr and like other stuff. But she does a pretty great job of promoting all that stuff. Yeah. So go follow her at Corrupted Gem and tell her we sent you. Indeed, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. So do that. Yeah. I think I think that's it. That's it. It is eleven fifteen, and I am so sleepy. Okay, so let's let's. So we should probably turn off. Let's head out of, head out of here. Um, I am James. I am sleepy. And on behalf of sleepy, <laughs> <laughs> sleepy, that my my co-host is the co-owner of that mattress company. Yes, I'm Aaron. Yes, this has been unabashedly <laughs> obsessed. Uh, you guys, smoking kills, and so do pennies. Thank mm-hmm. you.